Hi everyone, it's Helen from angelwingsholistics.com and today I'm very lucky to be joined by the lovely Ruba Al Ghul. Now Ruba is a mother, author and a very beautiful soul all round and she was recently a contributing author to a book called World in Lockdown by Lisa Lee and other authors. Ruba, would you like to introduce yourself and maybe tell us a, a little bit more about that fascinating book? Well, hi, um, beautiful humans. Uh, that came out of nowhere, actually, the book. Um, I was speaking to Lisa herself in one of our sessions. She's a mentor of mine and um, a grand, grand healer. And uh, she's like, oh, by the way, before I leave you, I want to put together this book. Do you want to write in it? And then she's like, no, let me correct this. I want you to write in it. And um, so I just looked at her, I'm like, sure. And she's like, have it, in, have it on my, in my inbox in two weeks. And that's exactly what I did. But instead of two weeks, it took me four weeks. And I wrote and rewrote this whole thing four times. And actually on the day I was supposed to submit it, I deleted it. And instead of um, a perspective piece, like she would have wanted, because this is what the book, like if, if you had read, read the book, this is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Mine turned out completely different. And I, instead I wrote my, I, bought, I wrote myself a, a, a eulogy or an obituary. I don't know whichever, whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, I don't know why I did that at, at that at that time, but then it all made sense when I came out of that space, of that mental space, of that of that of that energy that was basically pushing me through 19, 2019 and twenty twenty, and I did not have a minute to myself to actually just stop and. And, and think about what I'm doing or how I'm doing it or why I'm doing it or, or how it's coming about to be, you know, it was just happening so fast. And I think this was the very first time I actually had the chance to stop and say, but this is, but this is not what I want to say, because every time I wrote it out it, and I read it back to myself, it, it sounded very eloquent, it sounded very, very polished, very clean and, and proper, just like me. Sanitized, you know? maybe, maybe too sanitized. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a very good word. Just like me, exactly. And then literally I was standing in the kitchen with, <laughs> with my joint in my hand and I'm reading it before I, before I just, you know, send, send because I attached the PDF and, and I'm just looking at it and I'm just smoking my joint and I'm just looking at it and I'm like, why can't I send this? Why just, I can't send this, but this is not fear. This is not fear. It's just, there is, there's this, this, this icky, sticky feeling that, that now I'm talking about is actually, it's coming in, in like, it's like in, it's stifled in my chest. It's not stifled anymore. It's like the angry teenager that Chrissy was talking about the other day. I don't know why. It's like the, yeah. the, the stifled teenager. I didn't know it at that time. 
until she came online for me four days ago. But that's the energy that actually was being put forward in the eulogy. It's just like, I don't want to be sanitized. I'm not, this is not the person that I am. I'm not writing. This is not the perspective I have. And this is exactly how it was. It was was as if I was writing something that was, but that it's like I was trying to hold on to something that was, but I don't want to be there anymore. It just doesn't make sense. Energetically, it has been severed. It has been done. I've been done with it. So the eulogy came about as an homage to that little girl that died a very long time ago when she decided to sanitize herself and give her power away because at the end of the day it's a decision that I've made even if I didn't know I had made that decision that I was groomed to make those decisions at the end of the day I made the decision and when that when that clicked that I can take that power back that I can that I can not stay in that phase that I don't have to associate with that person anymore that I can be done with the miscarriages and the pain and, and, and they're not talking about it because it's, it's normal for a woman to lose babies and it's normal for her to keep trying for them and it's normal for her not to complain about motherhood and, how, and the normalcy of it all. I was done with it, but yet I kept trying to polish it and make it look grander and clean and and just all put together again, just like how I want it to come across. But life is not sanitized, right? Life is messy. And I learned along the way that we live and die many times, many, many, many times in one lifetime. Mind you, when you realize that you have been through endless lifetimes, and it is, an endless loop. You get to decide what to leave behind and what not to carry with you in the loop anymore and what not to bring with you in the journey anymore and what not to make part of the inheritance that you leave your offspring and those you love. Because this is what we used to in this in this paradigm, isn't it? Well, I leave my children with the debts. Oh, it will be taken care of. Oh, insurance will take care of that. Oh, I don't have to worry about that. Oh, it's their burden. It's in the future. It's over there. I made a decision coming back from Peru in early 2020 that I didn't know what it meant, but it had a I had a I had a, a sentence that kept repeating in my mind, it ends with me, it ends with me. I didn't know what that meant. It meant I needed to end the cycle. And I believe that obituary, that homage to the person who has gone through that lesson, who has really twisted herself and bent herself in ways so that I today can sit here all free, right? You need to twist the vines sometimes to make them grow correctly. You have to break bones in order for them to mend properly. So she's the twisted one. 
well, she's the one who got twisted so my weird can flourish so that I can shine in colors of rainbows and I can call myself prism and I can practice my, and I can practice my craft and I can hold my cards and say, this is my, this is my, my birthright. I'm an intuitive. I'm not scared. I'm, I, I, my, my journey to motherhood is not nice. No, it's not glowy. It's not, it's not, it's not photo shoots. Although I did have the photo shoots, the most glamorous photo shoots of them all. Of course, I had to show off that, that part because I, I couldn't talk about the needles I was being injected with and the pills I was popping and all the normals that were being thrown at me and how dismissed I was just because I was a hysterical woman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's an homage to that woman, to that hysterical woman who decided to be so historical to the point that she actually jumped off a cliff in order for me to be birthed up. Mm. So it was just, a, I, I believe it was perfect dance with Santa Muerte as well. I've been, I've been frightened. I've been frightened of, of death my entire life. It's that taboo that we don't talk about. It's that occult in my culture that we don't speak of. It's, I don't speak about it. It's where hell is. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, what is your culture? Where Can you just tell everyone where you're from, Ruba? Well, um, I am of a Saudi Palestinian heritage. I'm very proud of both of them. Um, I'm equally both of them. Um, um, Canadian through and through as well. Um, homeland um i came here when i was a child not realizing how perfect this homeland is it was also like kind of coming home as well because when are you very go on your journey countries aren't they very different countries to to live in i mean saudi or palestine and, and canada they're kind of poles apart in many speaking, ways speaking i speaking of palestine i've i've never i've never had the pleasure to live in palestine right i've never had the pleasure um but i was born in the holiest of lands it's it's historically and and and, and ethnically and and religiously and and also um, historically, it's, it's the land of it's, it's the desert. It's, 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 it's the people. It's the people that converse with the moon, and 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 they know that they are and that they are seeds of the stars. They they speak to the land and the sand, and they honor them and they respect them. These are my people, so. And here in Canada, it's not so different if you connect to the nativity of the land as well. That the land walkers, wind talkers, the aboriginals, the originals, they came with the thunderbird. So let's not forget that they speak to the moon too. They talk to the water and to the trees. So, and we're talking in souls here. We're not talking in skin color. We're not talking in, we're not talking in, 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 
in languages because because once we once you go in a spirit once you embrace who you are your true nature your human your, your spiritual nature which is your innate humanity and you forget about this you get to understand that whether whether i am a cree of the rockies or whether i am a pueblo of mexico or whether i'm a bedouin of arabia i am a native doesn't matter whether i speak spanish whether i speak english or whether i speak arabic in northern africa or in the empty desert in saudi arabia or 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 or, or in the sinai peninsula in palestinian in palestine and egypt mm. absolutely um because now you become elemental right you speak with elements yeah absolutely and and that's our true nature isn't it and i think this is one of the things that the people are very much waking up to in the world is that and if you listen to my podcast you'll know i'm always going on about this is that we are all one we're all one we're all made of the same stuff you know and, and not just on on a human physical level you know on a on a spiritual level we are these amazing souls having these wonderful human experiences and you know we all look different but we all have these same instincts these same abilities these same connections to the earth some of us have forgotten them some of us are from cultures where they're forbidden and you know it, it's a fascinating rediscovering going on i think at the moment and i think that's partly why um your words in, in the book i found so very very timely as well it, it was last year was like really this breaking open point 2020 was it was a breaking open and it felt like it really was that for you as well would you say that was so it was it was like if 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 i were an outsider looking in i would imagine you know hollywood producers and directors have come together to produce this amazing blockbuster <laughs> that that would just and and it's not just for me and i believe this is true for everyone mm. that has decided to embrace the chaos my journey started in november of 2019 when literally it was a chance question a chance question by a complete stranger that had opened a world of unseen things that for me were something i used to read about in 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 genie stories in a thousand and one nights mm. or, or 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 you know in 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 all of those you know in 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 the inspector gadget mysteries and 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 and, and uh, i don't know indiana jones and and the lost tomb i don't know the names of the movies <laughs> i don't know but but you know reality is stranger than fiction isn't it yes i i think everyone all it takes is that. a question of from someone to ask oh can you help me find information about visa to canada and that starting a world of a world 
of unseen things about life that I thought I was living. And then I realized that I was not living the life that I thought I was living. And no, actually, what I'm feeling is valid. And yes, I do want to stop and I do want to remove myself and I want to stay, stop taking all of the meds. I am not crazy. Mm. Um, and there has to be a better solution to this than keep popping, you know, Prozac. It's not like I don't have anything against Prozac. It saved my life when I wanted to kill myself. It did. It gave me a pause. It allowed me to stop and just be with what's inside and not care about what's outside. At one point, that had to stop because all I kept hearing is the problem is on the outside, while what I kept feeling was on the inside. Yes. So you know, you, you know what I mean? So medication is absolutely necessary to give you that pause, especially if you, are, if you were outside the, the, the spectrum like I was, and I was really outside of the spectrum. I was absolutely suicidal. I was mad, mad, mad. I did not even talk like a normal human being. I was yelling 24-7. Um, so the way I looked at it, when I was at my doctor's office at the end, and he looked at me and he's like, hmm, I, can, I hear where you're coming from. And I believe, it's, I think we can increase your dose a little bit more. Is when I actually stopped and I said, well, I've been in this since 2014, we're in 2019. There has to be something. This cannot be it. Because at the end of the day, I was 20 milligrams away from being at the maximum, 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 maximum dose. You understand? So, so, so this is, this is what, I, what he was going at. He was giving me the top maximum dose. So I just looked at him and I smiled and I folded and I still have it in, in very neatly folded in, in, in my wallet. And I remember it perfectly and I'm telling myself, God, if you are out there, and if you do exist, show me that there's a better way. And I kid you not, four days after that, I was booked to Peru. Four days? Four days after that, I was booked oh. to Peru. I had found this woman out randomly. She didn't even know how I found her. She was so private, inside a private, inside a private message. And I found the name and I found an email and I was able to email her. Susan Bookman, wherever you are, I love you. So, um, things. All it took is a decision. Yeah. But that decision had to come from a light that I was seeing and a tiny little, tiny little voice, that tiny little icky, achy, tinsy, wincy little pain that the pills were not dulling. And I decided to go after that. It's that achy feeling that you cannot dull. This is where everybody should be listening to because this is where we all are. This is our innate sins. This is our fitra in Arabic, which is our origin. It's our spark, isn't it? It's that divine. That's it. It's the spark. It is. 
the divine it's the big bang mm. it's so, that moment you became so would you say that's kind of like on on the human level it's almost like a, a tiny reflection of the big bang big bang big bang on the human level but it, it's like absolutely the micro version of the macro so yeah because we are a reflection we as beings we are a reflection of the bigger because by the way um what we, we are what we are speaking into spirit and universe and connectivity that is really 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 exactly the essence of judaism christianity islam buddhism but again we as humans have become so heady so obsessed with technicalities so obsessed with who is right and who is wrong that we have completely forgotten about but it is this simple just sit down and breathe and look at the tree look at the palm tree look at the fire look at the sand dunes or you know like the prophet I, like I swear, this video that i just posted this morning i talked into this like in my culture in, in, in my culture, I'm not speaking into religion because I don't believe in religion. I completely disassociate from religion. In essence, him as a human being, him as a pure beacon of light, because this is what we all are as human beings. But some of us, because we are vessels, and the clarity of this vessel is what, is what determines the clarity of the message you receive. Yes. And the way I look at them, what in what religion they call prophets, I see them as beacons. So clear, so connected with self, so connected with the nature they lived in, so connected with the essence. Like for example, I remember, I, I didn't learn this in school, I learned this at university because I'm a graduate of religious studies as well. I had, I had, I had a professor who was incredibly in tune with who she was, that she, she would speak of the prophets as of, as of these poetic beings, like she's like, imagine Moses when he was walking at the, you know, next to the Nile with his feet just brushing against the water and he's seeing that clarity and the fish and the tadpoles. And as a prince, he's looking in the, in, in, in the distance and seeing the glimmering of the sun on the, on the Nile. And he's wondering all of this glorious beauty My father did not make this. My father is just like me, flesh and bones. And this is how the question started, didn't it? This is how he started to question the, 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 the Pharaoh himself, because Moses was a prince. He, he grew up in the, in the Pharaoh's home as a prince, as the son of the Pharaoh. This is how he started to see, but this, this cannot be my father's making. He started to listen to the God within. To the light within. Jesus did the same thing when he was walking in the desert with his sheep. Muhammad did the same thing when he was sitting in, in the cave, in the mountain. Buddha did the same thing when he was sitting under the tree. They were sitting. They were not running. They were not fighting. When the fight, when the fight came to them, they defended themselves. Yes. They're not imbeciles. But it is that simple is to listen to the voice within lord entity universe god allah whatever you want to call them 
It's a spirit. We were made of that innate spirit. We're animate because of that spirit. If you believe in that kind of thing. So you, you have to believe in the spirit. But what happened with us humans is that we completely disassociate the spirit from us. It's like, oh, the spirit is of God. It's of the other. He takes care of that. No, 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 no. I'm here to suffer. And suffering is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to stay in the head. And we have forgotten that heaven and hell are actually on earth and they are of our own making. And it is not greener on the other side. And there are no heaven when you die and you go into the seven heaven and you go up into the sky. You make it and you come back to it or you live in it and you perpetuate in its agony. It's a choice. Heaven and hell are a choice. Oh, that's my opinion. And this is how I choose to understand what I learned. That's a very from my put. Very beautiful. I, I love that imagery that, that you've just painted that gorgeous picture there for everyone. Um, yeah, that, that's that's a really good explanation, <laughs> I think. It, it's almost like a visual like, explanation of one of the basic teachings, I think, of, of all spirituality. And, and this so is those... something... Mm, go on. So, so, so this is because this is it. People believe spirituality and religion are very alien from one another. When they look at spiritual human beings like yourself or myself or, or, or those incredible teachers that taught us what we know today as crazy, as mad, as occultic, as witches, and or on the and, flip side is special or elevated or, or somehow closer or, or gifted yes, and, and, which yeah or, which is again again detached yes detached detached mm. whichever way whichever you decide to look at it whether you decide to demonize the the, the, the the person who embraces their spirituality and the god within um the innate pureness of what the essence of of all of these magic spell books this is exactly what i call them whether you whether you look at the kabbalah you look at the torah you look at the you look at the bible you look at the quran they're just pure magical power of healing it all depends how you look at it and it all depends how you use it and it all depends on what intentions in islam i grew up in namal a'malu bin niyat all doings depends on your intentions and on your intentions, you shall be rewarded. Is there anything wow. clearer than that? Wow. That's simple as that. Everything you do, everything you, everything you practice is an intention. Mm -hmm. It's all about the intention. And the intention, and I keep saying it, and is, is, is what's within and what's within is what's without so if you do things from a panicky surrendery defensive demure state of mind everything you're going to be getting back is that exact same thing yeah or perpetuating While, it yeah absolutely that's exactly it because it's a cycle mm -hmm. so within as within so without as without so within and it's a cycle that keeps feeding itself interrupt the cycle and this is what happened 2020 decided to interrupt the cycle for so many of us millions upon millions of souls decided to sit down with that tiny little voice and throw the pills on the side throw the bottle on the side step away from sex women um 
binge watching, binge eating, well. <laughs> working, traveling, yeah. escaping from one relationship to another, from one project to another, and get put face to face from everything we're trying to run away from, everything we're not trying to face, everything we fear because we believe it's going to attack us and hurt us. Yet we, we yield the power. You yield the power. What we heal from, what I healed from, were other people's opinions of me. I didn't heal from stab wounds. And even if they were physical stab wounds, I healed from them. Right? They left a physical scar. The physical scars that, that, that I have on me, they're a different story. I healed from, from the trauma of those scars. In, 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 a, in, in a very different manner and it, and it had taken me a year to get there but you start with that tiny little voice with that tiny little spark get back to your fitra get back to your origin get back to that budding essence of yourself get back to that very first time you opened your eyes into the world and said wow i can do something with this and 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 whatever fear comes through just remember these this is just noises and you can always cut through the noise but remembering who you are that you're grounded in self that in in origin in basis you sit with god that you are never separated that you are sitting with universe yahweh whatever entity you believe in you're with it 24 hours just like a radio, just like, I don't know, the colors on your TV. All you need to do is tune in. Tune in. Absolutely. And that's the whole basis of um, when people come to me. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're the same when people come to me and say, where do I start? I want to that's get in it. contact. I want to get in touch with that spiritual side of myself. I don't know where to start. I've got the urge. I've got the intention. What do I do? And I say to them, sit, meditate. You told me that yesterday when I came to you. I said, I want to sit. I'm in the void. What did you tell me? You told me. Just be in the void. Mm -hmm. Just be in the void. And in the void, I am able to watch myself behave. <laughs> watch my behavior. I'm like, oh. So that behavior came out because I was afraid. Mm. Or, ah, oh, I answered him that way simply because. I was feeling insecure. Hmm. Yeah. And that's fascinating because that's the, that's the radical honesty and, and self-honesty coming through with the new energy, I would say, of the age of Aquarius that we're entering, that we're beginning to kind of tiptoe into a little bit. It's, it's that honesty that comes through. And that's, I think what's probably held so many of us back for so long is we weren't able to be honest with ourselves. And I think that's the key, isn't it? It's, and 2020 kind of showed us all, this is the truth of your situation and we couldn't hide from it anymore. We couldn't hide from that 2020 vision. Also, and what I sensed from the collective, I was, I was within. The, the fear of taking self-responsibility well at least in my in, in in my world you see i speak from from a perspective of someone from the outside 
literally has everything, everything. A princess. I grew up in so much. It's like it's not, it's not the princess that you see in the movies. No, no, no. Drivers, maids, cooks, European vacations, three months long. Never had to lift a finger. From the outside, I had it all. The best schools, the best education, best of the best, rubbed shoulders with the best people, traveled to the best worlds, discussed, sat in dinners with the brightest of minds, Nobel laureates, yet I was denied participation. I was expected to have it all, but my gender made it for me almost impossible to participate. So there was this rift from what was I, I, I am being perceived as, and I'm being told I should be presenting to the world and what I was allowed to actually participate with into the world. I am an educated woman, a beautiful woman. I have a great job, great family. Family name is everything. I have good pedigree. I yet don't speak until you're spoken to. Travel to the best universities, seen the freedom, lived in the most free countries in the world. Yes, that's them. But for us, no. Remember. Your brother can stay out till one, two o'clock. No, no, you're home by 9.30. You can't. You want to go out? You can only go out with these girls. You can't go out with these girls. You can't. So you're given the world and yet you're being put in these boxes and you get twisted and, and you get locked in. And then when you sit with self, you realize that you put yourself in those corners. That you can actually stand up and walk out. And they have absolutely no power over you whatsoever. And the power that they have over you is perceived power. Whether it's institutionalized power, parental power, religious power, gender power, all of it, it's a matter of perception. I know people that are, they hate it every time I say this, they just literally, they do this and they just want to come to my neck and, and, and strangle me. But I, I, I look at them and I'm like, look at it differently. Mm, that's the key. All about you're looking perception. at it this way, but what if you look at it in another perspective? Th that's it. I... That's, that's, that's the only way. This, there is no other way. Pills are not going to solve it. Crying and blaming is not going to solve it. <laughs> Change your perspective. That's really, that's all it takes. Mm, wonderful. Oh. oh, well, thank you so much, Ruba, for sharing your story with us. And, you know, I think that's... There's a lot in there that a lot of people are going to be able to relate to for the last <laughs> year. 
It, it's well, thank been you. such a ride. So can you just let people know how they can get in contact you uh, with you or follow you? Do you have a, a YouTube channel? Oh, yes, actually, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a brand YouTuber. Uh, I have a few videos that I'm experimenting with on YouTube. Um, my channel is Ruba the Heartmender. And also on Instagram, where I actually share a lot more on how what my personal journey is, um, how I move through the energies, how I alchemize, um, and how I express myself. Um, photography, cooking, food, motherhood, chats, videos, readings, anything and everything. It's just an eclectic um, picture of who I am, I think. Um, and you do it in multiple languages as well, don't you? I do in Arabic and in English. French is to come soon, uh, I hope. Um, if you're a bohemian, if you're an artist and if you want to be inspired or just want to pop in to ask a question or just to leave a comment, Ruba underscore the Hotmender on Instagram. I live there. So looking forward to, to, to getting in touch with anyone and everyone. So thank you very much, Helen, for giving me the space and for holding this amazing, amazing portal for us to actually be able to sit and express ourselves and and be our weird, fantastic, shiny beings that we've come here to be. Of course. And this is the point, isn't it? That this is what this podcast is all about, the spiritual support crew. Um, it's about helping people and supporting people and holding the space. It's exactly what we're doing. So just a reminder to everyone, World in Lockdown by Lisa Lee and other authors, which includes Ruba's con uh, contribution, is available on Amazon and on Kindle. And I will link to her YouTube and Instagram in the comments below. Please remember to give this a like if you're on YouTube. Let us know if you're enjoying this content. <laughs> um, obviously, if you're listening to podcasts, I don't know if you can do that. But thank you so much, Ruba. It's an absolute honor, as always, to talk to you. And you I'm, too. I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. Yes. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>